Worldview Update, bringing you closer to international or global news. In China, hundreds of police have been involved in clashes with protesters in a Muslim town in the southwest of the country. Government authorities want to demolish a mosque that was built over 500 years ago. The mosque has a domed roof and minarets. The court has ruled that these are illegal and should be removed. But it appears to put Chinese police, the Chinese state against people of the Islamic faith at a time when the Chinese government has been accused of oppressing the Uyghur minority group. Roland Henwood's a political scientist and commentator at the University of Pretoria. Roland, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. This seems to put the Chinese government on one side and Muslim people on the other. There's a huge tension here. Yes, um, I think there are two issues that seems to be conflating at this stage. The one is the court ruling um, on the what is called illegal expansion of the mosque, in, in, illegal additions to the mosque. And that was already ruled in 2020 to be illegal and that to be removed. Um, when the process started to remove this, that caused the clashes. So, And, and I think the, the backdrop to this is, of course, the long-running pro- problem um, of the Chinese government's approach to his to religion, but specifically in this context, approach to the Muslim religion, and the fact that you've had the huge problem of the Uyghur population, basically being um, forced into changing their religion, forced into what we would call literally concentration camps for retraining and re-education of people. And, 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 and these issues are being conflated at this stage. So there's the sense of being persecuted probably, and then the, the other context of enforcing regulations that would normally apply. Um, isn't it always the case that if you interfere with someone's religion, you must expect them to fight back? I mean, isn't that one of the lessons of humanity, that, that you, you, you can't really touch someone's religion? You're literally touching their soul. Well, that's the reality. Um, and we've seen that being done quite successfully in many parts of the world over centuries. So we have seen this leading to violent clashes, even to war, but that has not precluded or stopped any political leadership from doing this if they decided this is the way to go. Um, I imagine with censorship in China, it's quite hard to know what most people think, but moving against a Muslim minority like this, would this have strong support among the Chinese people? I mean, most people would probably just see this as the Chinese government doing what it needs to do. I think it's, you know, it's difficult to say what happens specifically in China because we don't get the free um, free access to information. Um, so you would find that there would be a, a reaction to this. Um, probably not the kind of reaction that one would expect in an open society where people would kind of mostly... In, um, if we look at what's happened in China, in a sense, keep to themselves out of fear. What is interesting in this context, though, is that the internationalization of the issue does not take place in the same way that we see in other parts of the world. Um, and, and that is an interesting dimension. We see China forging much closer ties to leaders in the Middle East, specifically of the predominantly Muslim countries. But we don't see the pushback coming from them that we would see in other instances where similar things happen. Um, One could look at the decisions that were taken in Switzerland on limiting the specific details of how mosques would be built. And, And you had much bigger pushback than you have in the case of China. 
It's interesting that. I mean, is that just a sign of China's heft, China's ability to implement its will, China's economic might? Nobody wants to mess with China. I think it's a combination of these things, but also a combination of realizing the limits of what you can do. And and the fact is just that it is much easier to influence process in an open society than it is going to be in a very tightly controlled closed society where you dare not go against the state. And what we've seen in China of late is an increase in that posturing, but also an increase in the grip of the leadership of President Xi on the country and everything that happens. And and then also, this is not a one-sided process. We've seen the same play out against other, let's call them groups or identity groups that, that exist in China. So it's not a, a process specifically just aimed at Muslim um, groups. It happens across China in terms of forging a new identity, a unity in China that does not really exist. Roland Henwood, thank you. Political scientist and commentator at the University of Pretoria. Really do appreciate the time. Coming up now to 27 minutes after six.